BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another live edition of the Dogs Podcast coming to you virtually from our homes. Still working on the new studio. Plan is to be in there pretty soon, though. Uh, beginning of this season, obviously, which is right around the corner. You guys, we should be coming to you from a nice brand new studio that Josh has been putting his blood, sweat, and tears into. And we've heard all about and have done zero to help. So we're kind of <laughs> crappy helper, uh, podcast hosts. Uh-huh. But it's an, it's an exciting time, and we hear it's really cool. We're going to take Josh's word for it until he tells us that we're allowed to come over. Uh, <laughs> so thank you guys for being here. Anybody who's already been in here waiting for us, I think we got a pretty fun live set up today. We're going to uh, get into some of our hot takes slash Bold predictions for the upcoming season, not just for the Browns, but also just kind of for the NFL as a whole. I think, and then I think, you know, you guys will probably have some good ones for us to get into also in the chat. Uh, keep that chat going per usual. Uh, it always gives us good stuff to talk about. We love your guys' energy. Uh, before we get into the episode, while we're uh, letting this thing fill up, remember if you want to get your intros or the voice, your voicemails on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. We have a voicemail to get to today. Uh, so that's always exciting as the season, you know, season is here. We're in game week. Uh, we love getting your guys' thoughts, especially post game, getting your guys' thoughts on the show is a ton of fun. So make sure you drop us uh, voicemails this season. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you, you're subscribed, tap the notification bell so you never miss any new content. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you prefer to just listen to the show, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. We have four redraft or five fantasy redraft leagues going on, plus a dynasty league with all the uh, dog pack members. You get access to the private Discord, which everybody seems to love. You get an extra episode every single week, um, except for last week. I guess we were lazy. Uh, so well, I will say 99.9% of the time you get an extra episode, uh, and it's usually a good one. So if you want more content, you want to hang out with the dogs, especially during this season, which we think is going to be a fun, exciting season, uh, head to join the dogs. Dot com become an official dog pack member i think last week we were pretty busy putting together those fantasy drafts which on the after hour show tonight i do want to dive into some like the, the craziest draft picks that got made in each of our leagues and maybe i already i already know the answer yeah. I, and, and <laughs> if she's in here she is i, I just saw her really bad 
But Mama Tendo took a Dave Njoku, I think, in round two. I think so, and too. That was sure, to say the least. Very <laughs> aggressive move. Very, very trend-setting. She did say it was her first ever year doing fantasy. Everybody's got to learn. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I think we got a fun episode today. Before we get to our hot takes and bold predictions and whatnot, though, we did have a voicemail we wanted to get to. Uh, so we'll go ahead and play this for you guys. Let's see. Can't help but get excited. I'm very positive, yet I do know these first four games are so crucial. And I wanted to ask the question, with these first four games having three games in the division, how much do you think this season will be decided after the first four games going into the bye? In my opinion, we don't come out of those first four games three and one with at least two games won in the division. It's going to be an uphill battle. I really don't know if we can do it. Just wanted to hear your thoughts. Go Browns. <laughs> so thanks again, Kyle, for the voicemail. We appreciate it. Again, if you want to get your voicemails on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail. Um, so first, I can't believe we're in game week. How great. Like, I feel like the offseason went really fast. I feel like they're just like we made so many moves. It was like one exciting thing after another. It really kept the offseason moving along. Um, and now it's finally here. We can stop talking. We can actually play and watch football. Um, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for the season. I'm also positive. I'm also so nervous just because the Browns have browned so many times in this. It almost reminds me of um, it was like 2007 or whatever when we went 10 and 6 and didn't make the playoffs. We were on Sports Illustrated cover the next year. We we're everybody's picked to make a playoff run, and I think we won four games. I think we went four and twelve. Um, Derek Anderson's not our quarterback anymore, uh, and we got better weapons than Braylon Edwards. So I, I like to I like to think we're going to be better off this year. But I, I'm excited. I'm positive, and I'm just freaking nervous as crap because I don't want them to Browns this year. <laughs> um, in terms of how we have to get started this year. He said three and one, two and one division through this first four. Um, I think we could survive and be two and two. To me, the most important game is week one, because I think this division, it's going to, we're going to beat each other up this year. And, but for some reason, the Bengals and the, or the Steelers and the Ravens can't seem to figure out how to beat the Bengals. We're, you know what I mean? Like we're the we're the only team in the division lately who can beat the Bengals on a consistent basis. So I think that makes week one super important because you can't bank on getting any help from these other guys right now against the Bengals. The Bengals seem to have their numbers. So I feel like getting off to one and oh and getting that that game up on Cincy early, I feel like that's key. Cause the the rest of the division opponents seem to struggle with them. Agreed. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Yeah, you know, last year, we kept losing close games. It was unreal. But it looked like the Ravens were really trying to to let us catch them at one point. So, man, I'm just not worried about, I think if we lose two games, even if we start one and three, it's not like the playoffs are impossible at that point. So, I mean, I, I don't know that I agree if we get a rough start to the season, I still think the playoffs are very much in reach because we're a good enough team. And, you know, it all really just depends on when you get hot. And, you know, if we get out at any point, you know, and, and string together a bunch of wins, we're probably going to be in the playoffs. I know we're in a tough division, but, I mean, I just – I wouldn't put the whole season on the first four games personally. 
I, I mean, I understand what he's saying though. There, yeah. if you look at if you look at the first four weeks, you got at uh, at Cleveland with the Bengals. Then we're going to Pittsburgh. Then it's back in Cleveland to face the Titans, and then back in Cleveland again for the Ravens. You got three divisional games right off the bat in the first four weeks. So it is kind of critical. I mean, if we come out and I think we should win, we should win that Bengals game. I don't think Joe Burrow's a hundred percent. Steelers game. It's a toss-up, and then I think we beat the Titans, and I think we should beat the Ravens in Cleveland. That'll be a toss-up. But, like, I think I am with Blake, 2-2, two and two, all hopes not lost. But, I mean, I'd like to see 3-1 and one and then have a nice, you know, we're up there with the division. Uh, you know, let's stay in the battle. Let's not talk about, oh, we're in week eight, and this is all the things that we need to do for us to make a playoffs or win the division. Let's just go out and punch them in the mouth, take care of business. This is a good we, roster. There's we, no can make the, we can make the playoffs yes. if Venus aligns with Jupiter just right. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and the yeah. moon's got to also be lined up correctly. Like, I don't want to do that this year. And I don't think Browns fans deserve to have to do that every year. Let's let's have some fun this year. I'll say this. I, I wanted to say, like, it's, oh, it's a case of survive early because we get some winnable games down the stretch, you know? So if you can kind of stay afloat early in the season, find your groove, then we can win some games late. But man, as you look through our schedule, this is the toughest fourth place schedule I feel like I've ever seen in my life. I mean, sure. the, the best part about the beginning of the schedule is uh, that a lot of the games are at home. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we got the Bengals at home, the Ravens at home, the Niners at home, um, Titans. the Titans at home. So there's there's a lot of games that are winnable, but we don't have any stretch of games this year. Like there's no four game stretch where I'm like favorite, favorite, favorite. Like okay, let's chalk these up to Wayne's chalk. Like we might get we we get the Colts, but then it's sandwiched between the uh, the 49ers and the Seahawks. You know what I mean? So like there's not going to be a lot. There's not going to be a point in this season where it's like okay, we can find our footing here. Like we got to come out ready to play right away, or it's gonna it's gonna be tough. Yep, I like what Jim Kogar said in the comments here. Though he said you got to stay positive until they give us a reason not to, and I totally get it. I totally get that. Last year they gave us a whole lot of reasons not to be positive, but we have throughout the off season here tried to separate last season from this season because it it's a completely different. You know that the coaching staff is different, the roster is different. Starting now until they do give us a reason to start doubting what they can do. I do want to stay positive, cautiously optimistic. I'm not coming out here saying we're trouncing everybody on the schedule. But the way our defense looked in the preseason, and I keep saying this every episode, the way the fourth and fifth stringers just had tenacity and intensity and they were just playing with grit, I liked it, man. It just looks like we're going to be able to get after the quarterback, make you know pass throwers into bad decisions. It's just I'm excited to see the defense. I, the defense really has me pumped. Yeah, me too. Me too. The I'm I I want to say I'm not nervous about the defense at all. I, I, the offense is the and I'm not like I we talked about this. I'm not nervous about the offense. I'm just cautiously optimistic more to so until I see it from with my own eyes early in the season. But the defense, the, I think the biggest concern about the defense is we're going to play so aggressive that I, I could see us occasionally giving up like a third and long. Yeah on like a screen pass or a draw or something like that because we're just going to be playing so fast, pinning our ears back. Um, not as bad as like if Greg Williams was our defensive coordinator, but 
uh, you know, from time to time, like, don't be shocked if it's third and 12 and they run a screen pass for 15, just, you know what I mean? Like, cause we're going to be coming after it. Yeah. It's the NFL. Aggressive. I mean, you know, we're playing pro offenses too. I mean, they're going to move the ball at times and it's just a matter of overpowering them more often than they overpower us, which I just, I feel like we've got the defensive personnel right now to do that. Yeah. Which we're going to get into week one and stuff like that um, on our preview episode and later when we do some of our hot takes. So we don't want to spoil anything, um, but I think it's if you want to hear some stuff about those games, make sure you guys uh, you keep listening. All right, so Caesar Sportsbook's kicking off the NFL season with a bet, new bet, $50. Get $250 in bonus bets. It's a limited time offer. New users can sign up with our code, Dogs get one word D A W G S G E T and redeem two hundred fifty dollars of bonus bets after placing your first wager of fifty dollars on any NFL game. And even if that first bet loses, you will receive one fifty dollar bonus bet credit each week over the next five weeks. So make sure you enter our code Dogs Get while signing up. Have a bet on Caesars every week for the start of the season. That's code Dogs Get. Offers only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you can qualify. So uh, so today we wanted to get into, we do an episode like this kind of every year. Uh, we want to talk about some, not even necessarily hot takes. Uh, it can be hot takes and just like some bold predictions from the year, I bring this up all the time, but last year I boldly predicted the Lions would finish ahead of the Packers uh, in their division, and I was right, per usual. So uh, just just some stuff like that. Um, so we're just going to get this thing started. If you guys have any bold predictions uh, or hot takes, drop them in the comments. We can kind of get into them. Uh, so I just kind of want to kick it off to you guys. John, you said you had one that might give me a little bit um, – Fired up. So why don't we go with you first? Oh boy! Uh, you know, Justin talked me into saying this. Is yes. this a Browns hot? Okay, is this a Browns hot take, or is this a uh, is this a just a league wide hot take? This is a league wide hot take. Um, I was going to tone it down, and Justin really just talked me into saying this. So here we go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Bears are winning the NFC North. <laughs> here we go. I, um, all right. Tell us why. Don't let Blake steal a moment. Tell us why. I've got. I had them winning at least ten games this year. I see okay. I mean, the the Vikings have to take a step back. I mean, if they win thirteen again, then obviously I'd have to change my hot take. I don't think the Bears are going to win thirteen games. I think they can be an eleven and twelve win team pretty easily. Uh, that Justin Fields is a freak. I don't see him getting worse. I see him getting better. And he just got a really, really sweet weapon to throw to. I think they're going to be a tough offense to figure out. And I got him winning the division. <laughs> ahead of the Lions and ahead of the Vikings. Yes, sir. All right, chat. What do you guys think of this hot take? <laughs> um, so, what do you think, Justin? So, here's my thing is I like when he said it, I'm. I've kind of bounced this idea around like all off season. I, I think if DJ Moore is anything like a wide receiver one that we've seen other quarterbacks, the progression that they take when they actually get a number one weapon and everybody's like, well, DJ Moore is not number one. He was pretty damn good on four really awful teams in Carolina. And I, I don't know if he's going to a better situation, but he played with terrible, terrible quarterbacks 
in Carolina, Darnold, PJ Walker, the list goes on. There's a lot of them. I don't really have time to pull that roster up right now, but uh, um, I do think that this is a great opportunity for him. And then if Fields takes that next step, you know what you're getting with the legs. You're getting seven, eight, 900 yards of rushing maybe. And then let's say he learns to heave the ball around with DJ Moore. And Cole Komet's nice. I, I'm not uh, I'm not sold on uh, Playpool. I don't know exactly what's going on with him there, but I, I do think that they can take a step. I agree that they could take a step. And they were a team on the Browns um, schedule that I don't – I didn't just chalk up to like an easy W yep. because I do think they take a step. I don't know if they win 10 or 11 games. Yeah. I don't know. I think Justin Fields can throw the ball. A lot of people don't think he can. Um, and we've seen these teams add a number one wide receiver in, in the quarterback, take a big step, but man, he's been really bad throwing the ball. Like <laughs> very, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Jalen hurts, when you know when he made his big leap or Josh Allen made his big leap, I feel like you could tell there was something there. And and again, we watched Justin at Ohio State, so we you know we obviously think he's good, and I think he can throw better than most people give him credit for. At Ohio State, that's what he was known for. I feel like he was a pocket passer that could also run. He wasn't a scrambler with throwing issues. Um, so it's not just the worst hot take, John. I don't know. You say you say the Vikings have to take a step back. I guess in theory, like. They're not going to be what ten and zero or eleven and zero in one score games one to get score, more than yeah. likely, but I could make the argument that they're not going to be in as many one score games. Second year in uh, the new coach's system, um, they added Jordan Addison, who I think is going to be a steal. But, uh, they yeah. just pay, they just paid T.J. Hawkinson. He's got a full off season with them under his belt now. Um, so I don't. I think it's tough, and the Lions. The Lions are everybody's darling in that division this year. So, uh, but not not the worst thing you've ever said, John. You you thought I was going to get all bent out of shape, but I don't think I don't think they win the division. But I think they at least can make it interesting. Yeah, agree. Uh all right. Who wants to go next? Anybody? Go ahead. Uh, so, go, ahead. go ahead, Justin. You got it. So um, for my NFL. Uh, hot take. Your 2023 MVP will be Trevor Lawrence. Hot take. That's my hot take. So uh, let me defend it real quick before I get just fried for this. But I um the progression that he showed last year when he got a real NFL coach and not Urban Meyer, you saw a huge leap as far as how he felt about confidence, how he saw the game. And that was throwing to Christian Kirk, who was just a notorious elite slot receiver as his number one. They just added Calvin Ridley. And Calvin Ridley, I don't know if you guys have seen anything uh, from preseason with this guy. He's going to go off. He is completely healthy, and he is just as elite as he was. And I, don't, I think people forget how good he was when he left the league on that year suspension. I, I could see him putting up 13, 1400 yards just on his own. I could see Kirk putting up close to a thousand. I think Travis ECN is going to be even better than he was last year coming off that injury. I mean, I, I really, really do believe that Lawrence can take that step. And I think that he will be the MVP. I truly believe that. I don't even think that's really a hot take. I told Josh that I said, it's um, not really a hot take, but he's not, he's not that 
He's not that. So he's probably not your front runner. You know I, mean? I mean, in anybody's you know uh, betting no. right now. Oh, but hell no. He's and here's it. But it's not a hot take to me too. Because I mean, that's what he was drafted. He was looked at as the best prospect since Andrew Luck, and he finally got an NFL coach. Um, and they, he plays in a division that's not very good this year, in my opinion. So I think he's got a chance to win a lot of games, put up a lot of yards. So to me, that's that's not crazy at all. Um, I think he's and we play them this year, right? If I remember correctly, we play them. I didn't think I didn't think so. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, okay. So that that's a, that's a potential. Well, that's another match. tough game. <laughs> um, it's in November. So we got a couple in the chat before yeah, I myself or. Uh, before Josh goes, and I wanted to get into because a couple of these are interesting. Um, it says, this is from Gage Tucker. It says, Baker Mayfield wins the NFC South and goes to the playoffs with the Bucs. Uh, oh. No. Wait. Okay, say so, Say that again. Say it. His hot That's take is part. that Baker Mayfield wins the NFC South and goes to the playoffs with the Bucs. Okay, so that is hot. It's a hot take. It's a very hot take. And if the Saints don't have Carr, I think that you could listen to arguments on this. Because I think that division kind of sucks. It's not. Yeah, but there's no no argument. He. So I I think there's a better chance Mike Evans is traded at the trade deadline than Baker Mayfield goes to the playoffs with them this year. For sure, man. I mean, we saw him in the in the NFC South last year in Carolina, and it it didn't last very long. No, I don't and, think it's going to last long this year. Mike Evans, I fear for Mike Evans' thousand-yard uh, season streak because what what we know about Baker Mayfield is he can't you can't have a number one because he'll feel pressured to get him the ball, you know. And then so Mike Evans is never getting the ball this year. Um, so I just I don't see that happening at all. I think there's a better chance that Trask is starting halfway through the season. That everybody's high on Baker because he he played so well in the preseason. The preseason is tailor made for Baker Mayfield to succeed. He's going against second and third stringers. He's going against vanilla defenses. There's not as much of a pass rush. He doesn't have to come off of a read. His number one's not playing, so he doesn't have to worry about <laughs> playing with a number one receiver. Um, like it's it's tailor made for him to be successful in the preseason. So there, I would say there's almost zero chance. Like I, I give that almost no chance. It's funny. Cause I've heard a lot of people like, and some other shows and things talk about <clears throat> Baker Mayfield potentially being the Geno Smith this year that everybody's kind of sleeping on. He's going to have this outstanding season. And I keep thinking to myself, no, he's going to be the Baker Mayfield of this year. Because like you said, Blake last year was, Oh, you know, the, the Carolinas finally got a quarterback, you know, DJ Moore looking, things are looking great. This offense is rolling. They, they're rolling in the season with Baker. They're happy. Blah blah blah. Look how it went. Then, and Tom Brady didn't play well there last year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, and so the, their offensive line's not as good anymore. They just lost uh, Jensen's Center. careers over. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Like, so I feel like he's going to be running for his life. It's just to me, it's that's no, it's not. That's not going to be good. Uh, I did see another one in here uh, from Pastor Rob, and he he called it last year with the Broncos. He said the Ravens are going to finish with a top four pick. He thinks they're going to. So basically, he's saying the Ravens are going to be Terrible. cheeks. 
Uh, he called it. He called it with the Broncos last year. Last year, he said the Seahawks would have a, a top five pick and it wouldn't be one of their own. It wouldn't be theirs. Hmm. And it would be the Broncos. Um, so I don't think I would ever pick the Ravens to finish that low just because of how well they run their organization, how good of a coach they have and stuff like that. But I've been on the – I don't think they have like that much – I think you can make the argument they're the least talented roster top to bottom in the division. Yeah. But man, I think it depends on it it just depends on Lamar. They don't have they don't have as good of receivers as us or the Bengals or the Steelers. Um they don't have as good of an offensive line as us. They don't have, you know what I mean, like they have Marlon Humphrey and they have a healthy J.K. Dobbins this year, but he's still he's not he's not the best running back. They don't have the best of anything in the division, in my opinion. So um, I don't know. I I won't call him crazy for saying that. He said top five, not top four. So I didn't want to take his words, but um, yeah, he said I think Monk uh, Monk screws them. I completely agree. I have been telling Ravens fans to to get to this somehow. High tempo, air it out attack with Lamar. That does not play to his strengths whatsoever. Like, I, that is not, to me, that's just a recipe for disaster. So, uh, I don't know if I'll go as far as to say top five, but if, if we're just looking on paper, now again, I don't think they'll be bad just because they have a great coach. Their guys are going to play smart. They have Justin Tucker who wins games for them. Lamar can control the clock with his running. Like, they're going to be a tough out, but I think they top to bottom have the least talented roster in the division. I is that my hot take? Maybe that throw the that could be a hot I think take. that might be your hot take, take but I mean, take, I mean that's shots fired. I mean, it, to be like on, at least on their offense, outside of Lamar, who are you afraid of? Mark Andrews. That's not like Mark Andrews. I think yeah. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers has a lot of potential. I yeah, but I'm not. I'm not giving him that until. No, I. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not afraid. Saying, like, I'm not afraid of Odell. Yeah, yeah, I'm not afraid of Odell right now. I'm not. I'm not afraid of Bateman right now. You know what I mean? Like, there's just nothing that. I. It, there's just nothing that scares me about that offense. Mm-hmm. I think they always play. They just always seem to play tough defense. For if there was one thing about the Ravens that always gives me pause i guess it would be that so um uh all right josh you want to give out you want to give one of yours sure i just i'll stick with the theme here and stick with the league-wide hot takes my hot take is that the las vegas raiders quarterback jimmy garoppolo will be injured within the first half of the season and the preseason rookie sensation aiden o'connell will take over and he's going to earn that starting quarterback job and he's going to have it for years to come i'm I'm predicting uh, like a Dak Prescott, Tony Romo situation here. Um, it's, it was kind of interesting to see Aiden O'Connell's name pop up during the preseason, the way he was playing, because I had looked at his stats specifically in the offseason when I was talking about David Bell, because he was Bell's quarterback at Purdue. Mm-hmm. So just real quick in the preseason, I know, and I get it, guys. I know it's preseason, but still, he led quarterbacks. He was 43 of 62, 69%. Completion, 482 yards, three touchdowns, no picks over three games. He only took one sack on 64 dropbacks, quarterback rating of 108.4. So 
I, I could see the Raiders being comfortable moving to him. Even if Jimmy maybe even doesn't get hurt, if you, if they're playing poorly, if they're losing games, I could see them trying to figure out, do we have something here or are we, you know, are we picking again, looking for a quarterback next offseason? My odd take, Josh McDaniels doesn't survive the season. Yeah, cool. that would probably be part of it, yep. I mean, I've never seen I've never seen such like a – I think Jimmy – or uh, I think Derek Carr is better than Jimmy G. Can we agree on that? Like Derek sure. Carr yeah, is better for than sure. Jimmy G. You know I what I mean? I don't even think that's a hot take. That's a, like a, a common put, fact. Yes, yeah, like put Derek Carr on the Niners with that stability and, and Shanahan calling plays in that offense. Like he would have won a lot of games too. Nobody's dealt with more dysfunction on a year-to-year basis almost than Derek Carr. Um, so like they downgraded a quarterback in my opinion and on a season in which they severely disappointed a lot of people, including myself. And we're supposed to think that they're going to get better. I just, I think Josh McDaniels is just, it's proving he's not a head coach. And you're, you're kind of seeing like a lot of people who come from the Belichick tree, they're not head coaches. Matt Patricia was very bad. Um, I think that the one who had the most success was uh, Flores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, see, E unit here says Carr won it out. I think that's true. I think you're going to see that with Devontae Adams this year. I, I think he's a trade candidate. Yeah. You know, before the deadline, going somewhere to to make a run, it, things are good. I mean, the NFL season is so much fun. Just crazy things happen that you never see coming, and I just can't wait for it all. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Fall grilling is in full swing, and the grilling experts at Omaha Steaks are helping you keep the fires lit by putting some sizzle into your September. Head over right now to omahasteaks.com and type code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar, and you will get 50% off all steaks. That's right. They're turning September into steak temper with mouthwatering deals on all your favorite tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks. And as an added bonus, you also get two Free 10-ounce bone-in New York strips with select packages, like the Guaranteed Perfection Grill Pack. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. The Guaranteed Perfection Grill Pack includes four butcher's cut filet mignons, four boneless pork chops, four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four pure ground filet mignon burgers, their Omaha Steak seasoning, and of course, like I said, with our promo code DOGS in the search bar, you get two free 10-ounce bone-in New York strip steaks, with your order. Football season is back, Browns fans. That means you're tailgating. That means you're cooking out. You're getting together. And now is the perfect time to grab some extra meat for your cookhouse because all of the mouthwatering steaks at Omaha Steaks, 50% off during the Steak Timber Sale event. So again, head to omahasteaks.com right now. Enter code DOGS in the search bar. Get all the exclusive Steak Timber packages and get those two free 10-ounce bone-in New York strips when you order. Make sure you order today. This exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. Stay fired up for fall grilling with 50% off all steaks during the Steak Temper sales event. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs. I think uh, I, I agree with you that he gets hurt. And I, I like O'Connell. I hope he gets a chance. I could see them being just like good enough where they miss out on like a Caleb Williams or uh Drake May. Other kids Drake, Drake, May. Drake May. I could see them like winning five games and then they don't get that elite quarterback and then they're still Are they gonna happen this year? They're a seventh pick. So you miss on Shroud, you miss on Young, you miss on Richardson if you're interested on him. I think five games could be tough for them. 
They, but I Fair. think the Broncos are going to be way better. They got the Chargers. They got uh, the Chiefs. That you know what I mean? They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so my hot take. We'll move into that for this is a Browns hot take, okay. um, and this is going to fire. This is going to fire up a lot of Kentuckians. Uh, but I think the Browns boat race the Bengals week one. Like, I just <laughs> now the chat's going to love that this, one. Yes, sir. Yes, like. I just have this feeling this could come back to bite me and then it'll be playing all over TikTok and it is what it is. It's a hot take episode. But yep. I true we match up well with them. I mean, their their strength is Joe Burrow and their receivers. We have a crazy good pass rush and a very long athletic um physical secondary. And so we match up well with them. And it's tough to get the ball to these guys when he's going to be running for his life. Like, I don't even – if I'm the Bengals, if – I'm not putting him out there if he's not 100% because I think he's going to be running for – we pressure him and sack him and make his life miserable when it was Miles Garrett in the clown cart next to him with Joe Woods calling the defense. No pressures, no creativity, no aggression, just sitting back in zone and letting them pick – that's not going to be the case this year. And Denzel Ward practice today. It's looking like he's going to play now. I just – I don't think they match up well with us at all. They are replacing almost their entire secondary. Uh, that doesn't bode well going against Deshaun and a revamped receiver core. They don't ever – they played well against Nick Chubb in the game they beat us last year in which we had a fifth-string center playing and you know an eighth-string guard playing. So – we come into this game healthy. We our defense is revamped. I just it's gonna be at home. I think there's a ton of energy in Cleveland this year for week yep. one. It's gonna be a hostile environment. I just to me, this is a bad matchup for them. Let me just, I think it's let me just chime in because th- this goes with what you're saying. Because I, I went back and did a quick film study on that loss last year when Deshaun Watson got his start against the Bengals. It was the second game back. And honestly, I wouldn't even say that the Bengals played good against Chubb. It was essentially they got out to an early lead because our defense just wasn't holding them to much of anything. They were just kind of going down the field and scoring. Deshaun was kind of still getting slow moving, but, I mean, he threw the ball 42 times in that game. We had to. We had to throw. We 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 They eliminated our run game early. I think yeah, this is so going to be a completely different story. I know. I, and is there any fan base that is just more, like, has come out of the woodwork and talked more trash and ran their mouths more about nothing than the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, I didn't even know you guys had fans for 99% of my life. And all of a sudden, you go, you lose a Super Bowl. And, like, you just run your mouth like you're the, the Patriots dynasty. It is, it is crazy. Like, what have you done? You know, like, I'm not saying we've done anything, but we don't run our mouths. You know, like it, the Bengals fans just coming out of the – and we're not front runners either. We're 0-16 filling the stadium. Your playoffs – in the playoffs can't get a sellout. Like it is – like anytime I see a Bengals fan, I want to say, who was your favorite team 15 years ago? Because it probably wasn't the Bengals. Um, it is just – and I know I'm probably making a lot of people angry right now, but I don't care. I mean, I mean, no, I'm done taking it in. It's just – I don't, and I, it's just, I don't know. They have, I just, um, it doesn't matter what the Bengals ever do. They're always just going to be the Bengals. I don't, they're, just, 
they're irrelevant. They're they have this. They barely have their little corner of the state, and outside of like northern Kentucky, nobody cares about the Bengals. So um, that's my hot take. I think it's I think it's a runaway <laughs> yeah. train, and it's it's not good for the Bengals. I love just that. To, just to add to what you said too, they said Burrow would have been limited last week, and now he's a full persist full participant, good to go. If he's not good to go. It's going to show yeah, quick. I literally, it's going to show quick. And my thing is, I'm like, if he's even slightly, there's a risk to get him hurt and you lose him for the rest of the season, your your season's over. So to me, it's just wild that they're going to, I'm, I, you know, maybe he says, you know, he's good to go. I'm, I'm interested to see if he plays. I want him to play. I want, I want him to see, play. I want I'm to see about both teams 100% full go. Who's better? I want, I want all that right now. And then in Cleveland too, then you know they're going to do a big thing for Jim Brown. Like there, there's no way that Browns players can go in there and lose that game after probably they're going to they're going to do a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's I think it's going to get ugly. And like you said, yeah. if uh, to me a calf strain doesn't heal that quick. Like you get, didn't he get carted off? Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. He came back real quick. And this is one of those things, these non-contact injuries, you see him with like hamstrings and stuff where a guy tries to come back too soon. Yes. And it's one wrong move and he's done for the, I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba last year cost him an entire season at Iowa State because he tried to come back too quick. And it's going to take one fast twitch movement and that thing's going to pop or strain and it's going to be done. And he's going to be running for his. I don't think people understand just what the Browns' defense is going to be capable of. Oh sure. man, like it is. It's going to be. I think of it in terms of like what we've seen out of the the Forty Niners and the like the Eagles last year. Just like you can't move the ball on them. It's relentless. Like that's what I think the Browns' defense is going to be like this year, especially the front seven. So, good luck Cincinnati. But I think it's going to get ugly. That's my hot take. I. You know, you went and you had mentioned, I think, two or three times now you're a little more worried about the offense than the defense. I totally agree with that. And the biggest reason I'm not worried about the offense is because we haven't even seen Nick Chubb yet and we know what he can do. But, man, I I totally agree. Our defense is so stout right now. Like, what are you doing to this defense and how are you doing it? I just, I don't know. I just don't see anyone having that much success against us. No, I think the Browns are going to be an even even if we come out and the offense is terrible, which I don't think is going to be the case. I think the Browns will be in every game because of their defense. Like they're going to make every game competitive. Yeah, I went back and looked, and against Joe Burrow led Bengals teams, and we can dive more into this in our preview show. Miles Garrett averages one point eight sacks a game, and that was with Joe Woods and really nobody else on the defensive line to help him. Here we go. Yep. It's gonna get it's gonna get crazy. So, uh, well, we got a little bit more time. You guys got more? Well, I got Browns. We got our Browns ones. Yeah, I got Browns. Yeah, I got Browns. I think I can do this real quick. Let's do it. Cleveland Browns lead the NFL in takeaways this year. Ooh, after sucking the last three years. Is that a? I don't think it's gonna be a hot take. No, that's right. I don't think it's a hot. No, I don't think it's too hot. I think it's warm, or it's bold. It's bold. Yeah, well, that's 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 a second. We're lingering on the It's We got NFL and takeaways this year. Um, okay. A lot of strip sacks and a lot of – I mean, our secondary is so good. 
a lot of pressures are going to turn into interceptions and we're going to get a lot of strip sacks. It's going to be so much fun. I agree. I, I could see this being the case, like you said, because quarterbacks can be forced to make quick decisions. So our DBs are going to be able to get up and press and play tight on these guys because they don't have to, they're not going to have to worry about getting deep, beat deep as often or having to cover for five, six seconds because the, the defensive line is going to get home. I think Jim Schwartz has said he's going to bring at least five every time. I, was just, I mean, I'm sure that's like hyperbole. It's not going to be, but that tells me he's going to be, he's not going to be sitting back. You know what I mean? Like we're going to be coming after playing in your face, uh, like our hair's on fire for all the high school football coaches listening. Uh, so, um, no, I, I could see us forcing a lot of turnovers and hopefully being positive. I, I would have to, to look, but I feel like the Browns are probably negative in the uh, turnover ratio all the time. My child is looking at me through this bedroom window. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's a good one. Chat, what do you guys think? Are we going to take away? Andrew Jackson says, Greg Newsom will be the number one corner for the team and lead the team in INTs. I disagree. Martin Emerson. I think that'd, Emerson That'd be is. mine. That'd be mine. You know, in this new system, I, I mean, I would be so excited to see Denzel Ward, but I am, I'm beginning to worry about his health. No, Man. I agree. I'm so bummed out for him. It's not even that I think our guys can't step up. I think we can play well without work. I'm I'm truly bummed out for him though. I mean, he he was on pace to be, be maybe the most talked about corner in the league. And he just keeps getting concussions. Jim Kogar says that Garen Smith will combine for 38 sacks. That, that is a lot. That's a that's lot. A hot take, bro. That is a hot take, brother. Yeah, that's the 19 apiece. If my Ooh. If my math is right, if I can use my fingers. Or, you know, um, 22, 23, 24 for miles, sack record. That's a lot. I did say I think he could get 22. I think the the record could be on the table this year because of the help he's got and the system he's got to be in. 16 last year, and it was a crappy defensive line. 30, if he gets to it, if we get to 38... I would like to say that the Browns were probably pretty successful. That's that's a lot of sacks. I um, everybody's got to stay healthy. Um, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I think the interior D line is just so much better this year that it's going to really help out um, the edge. Yeah, like t- these guys aren't going to be able to just step up into the pocket and be comfortable because they'll be stepping up into Dalvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris, Maurice Hurst. So. Um, I mean, we, we're going to be rotating guys in in the interior that would have been starters for us last year, and they're third and fourth on the depth chart this year. Yes, sir. 25 for Miles and 2K for Nick Chubb. True. I don't know. 25. Listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to say he's going to get 25. I think I think the the record is there for the taking, but it, we've also haven't seen Miles put together like a complete season. I think this is the year he does it. Um, but I'm going to stick with he can get to 20, and I think if he stays healthy and stuff, he can get to the record. He can get to 22. Um, so so we'll see. Uh, Justin, do you have another uh, bold prediction? I got take. I do. I uh, I do have a bold prediction slash uh, hot take. Uh, Cleveland Browns related. So mine will be David Njoku, tight end, will lead – I was saying we'll be in the top three discussion of uh, tight ends as far as 
red zone touchdowns, red zone targets. So, uh, honestly, I don't even think it's really a, that big of a hot take. If he's if he's used like he's been used the last few years, and it's just progressed. Last year, he was ninth, I believe, in all offensive weapons as far as yards in the red zone. And um, the only other tight end that was even in that discussion was Travis Kelsey. And I want to say Travis Kelsey was like one or two. And Njoku, somewhere in nine, and then unranked in the other one. But um, I think that, to me, that's an easy hot take. I'm, I'm taking that. I'm running with it. Um, I think he'll be utilized a lot in the end zone. And he's such a big body receiver, um, just a target that he should just cash in all day. I like it. I would go if you want to make it a real hot take. Say he'll lead the league in touchdowns. I don't. I know for a tight end. Let's do that then. Let's do that. You know, I'll make I, the argument just, for that. I could okay. see obviously Travis Kelsey's best tight end in football. Absolutely, plays in the yeah. best system for it. Um, but I could I could see this injury ling- lingering. You yeah. know, and him missing a significant portion of the season. Um, so why don't you just say it? Why don't you just say David Njoku is going to lead the league in touchdown receptions for the, uh, tight ends this year? Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Or do you that's the hot take. David? There we go. Yeah, like like Pastor take. Rob said, we're we're you got to make them spicy. Um, I think he that could do it. I am Pepper. Oh, <laughs> for sure, absolutely. <laughs> I, because if the the tight end position, first of all, there's it's Travis Kelsey. And then a bunch of other people. And um, we saw the kind of success that Deshaun Watson had with Aikens. And Njoku's a better athlete than he is. You know what I mean? Like, so there's a shot. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. Who's next? I think that would leave me with my Browns hot take, bold prediction. Um, so I was telling Justin before the show, I went back and looked. Um, Jim Schwartz in his six years with the Eagles as the defensive coordinator not a single linebacker made the Pro Bowl, but defensive tackle Fletcher Cox made the Pro Bowl every year he was there. So we know that defensive tackle was the focus. But I noticed that strong safety Malcolm Jenkins was a Pro Bowler in 17 and 18. And I think this year, Jeremiah Usu koromoa becomes a Pro Bowl linebacker in Jim Schwartz's defense. So I'm saying this, he's, it's his third season. He's just 23 years old still. When he was a rookie in 21, 76 tackles, three tackle for loss, one and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles. In 22, had some injuries, still racked up 70 tackles, seven tackle for loss. He didn't have any sacks, but he had two more forced fumbles, three less games than his first year. And I'm shooting for, he gets over the 100 tackle mark, two sacks. He takes, or he grabs two interceptions this year, and he also returns a fumble for a touchdown. Man, you're all crazy. Are very detailed. <laughs> that's crazy. Because I don't even know if that's enough to get a Pro Bowl nod. I'm just being honest. Those those numbers like, are more than what uh, Malcolm Jenkins had those years that he made the Pro Bowl last year. Okay, and I and I know I said he was strong safety, JOK's okay. linebacker, but we know that he's more of that linebacker, strong safety type of hybrid, he's hybrid. player. Yeah, he's hybrid. not just a straight up linebacker. So I think that I. Either way, I am projecting a huge just breakout, pop off the screen type right. season for JOK behind this defensive line. I think all our linebackers have a chance to be way better this year just because of how much better the defensive line is going to play. Yep. Um, I was trying to think of one on the fly. Uh, 
I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. I think I came up. I said that. I said the Ravens had the least talented roster on paper, and I said we were going to boat race the Bengals. I feel like those get the uh, those will get the people fired up. Um, yep. Is there? Uh, did anybody? John, did you have any more, or, or are you good? Did you say your Browns won yet? Yeah, takeaways, man. That's right. That's right. Thank you to Anthony Smith. He just uh, gave me half a think of gas. Well, thanks, <laughs> man. We appreciate that. We don't. John lives in Amish country, though. He doesn't need gas. No, I ride a horse to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, any hot takes here? Any bold predictions in the chat, guys? Um, so we got. We still got like 10, 15 minutes. Um, any anything else we need to cover? I mean, um, I was just going to go ahead, John. I just want to shout out Gage real quick. Uh, were you being serious when you said Russell gets benched this year? They can't afford to bench him. That's kind of yeah. what I was going to say. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, Deshaun. If he struggled that badly, we're paying him too much money. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. But I didn't even know if he's being serious or not. The only thing, my one thing that would bail the Browns out if Deshaun for some reason is awful is that DTR is on a rookie contract and seems to be good. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean, so like that, it could be, he could be our Brock Purdy <laughs> uh, potentially. That's the only thing bailing out the 49ers is the fact that, um, that Brock Purdy is good. At least we think so. Well, uh, he says, "Serious Sean Payton doesn't care." My my hot take will be that Russell Wilson has a bounce back season. I think a lot of that yeah. was Nathaniel Hackett um, was not very good. Um, I, to me, Sean Payton too, like he just won't put up with Russell's bull crap. You know what I mean? Like he just won't. He'll just hold hold him accountable. Um, Russell was large last year. Like he. Looks like he put on 20-some pounds of not muscle. Uh, he looks like he's more in shape this year. Uh, so the the biggest hot take that I was thinking about, and I don't have a lot of evidence, it's just like a gut feeling, was going to be fantasy football related. And it was going to okay. be to people that took Bijan Robinson in the first Ooh. round are going to be sorely disappointed. Interesting. I just... I feel like he's getting so much hype and he's going to the Falcons and everybody knows he's good and they're about to start Desmond Ritter a quarterback and it's going to be load the box and make Desmond Ritter beat you with his arm. And I just, to me, he's just getting, he might be really, really good, but I just think he's going to cost a lot of people. I don't think he's going to have the crazy rookie year that, I mean, people were taking him like, Top five. I'm not talking about rookie drafts. I'm talking about redrafts. Yeah. He, he's going first round in rookie draft. Or, I mean, in uh, redraft all day. Back back in the first round. I've seen him go every time, first round. Yeah, I think. Maybe the, beginning of the second round. That, w- that would be, uh, it would be a hot take if that came true just because of what the Falcons yeah. did last year with. I think Marcus Mariota is probably worse than Desmond Ritter. And they had a fifth round, I think it is, Tyler Algier rookie running back last year go for over 1,000. Yeah. I think they were, what, number two in the league in rushing. What, yeah. do, we, what do we have, though, evidence-wise that says Desmond Ritter is better than Marcus Mariota? The, the evidence is Marcus Mariota himself. <laughs> well, well, here's the – Marcus Mariota's at least played in the NFL. Yeah, so is Baker Mayfield, and both of them got benched. 
Okay, but you you have no evidence to support Desmond Ritter being better. There's just there's right. no evidence. you have no evidence to say he's worse though. I know that last year he started games last year. And how and how I mean, how well did he play? Well, let me get some stats. Hold on. Go ahead. Continue your arguments. My my. Oh, my I don't. I have no is, dog in this fight. I I have another hot take in the chat here. I want to get to when you guys are done. Go. What's this other hot take? Anthony Smith said that Jed Wills is going to be an All Pro this year. That to me is a hot take for the Browns. Hot take. I was sure my take. I'm yeah. to... No, I. He's better play with a lot more effort. <laughs> he, he needs um, to play the way that Dewan Jones plays. I watching that kid in the preseason. He he followed through every block, every play, to the whistle. Yeah, I don't. Here's the thing: is I think Jedrick Will's ceiling is really high. There's a reason we took him as high as we did. There's a reason Joe Thomas, that was his favorite guy, was Jed Wills. You know what I mean? Like, I think it just seems that if if it's like if he gets beat or if he loses a step, he just stops. You know what I mean? Like, he'll just – I've never watched a, a starting left tackle just stand there and watch his quarterback get hit more than Jed Wills. Like, at least try to make up for missing the block. Don't let this guy just – it's like he's like, oh, I lost that rep. I'm just going to stand here now. So unless that changes, I don't see a Pro Bowl happening. Or an All-Pro. Yeah, you said All-Pro. All that's even – that's the top yes. of the top. Did you find some stats, Justin? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they weren't, like, really convincing either way. Uh, Mariota was, like, very mediocre – it was like 61% completion like percent, 2,200 yards, 15 touchdowns to nine interceptions. Uh, Dudman had two games he started, 700-something yards, 708 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, 63% completion. So they're compared all. I, I think they're like world-beating each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just... I'd feel like at least at one point in their lives, Mariota's ceiling was way higher than Desmond Rivers. So, and he's going to be a rookie, or I guess he's not a rookie, first-time starter, though, like full season. Um, So, I don't know. I just, I didn't watch Bijan play a lot in Texas, so I'm just going off, like, the hype. And it seems like a lot of times, like, this hype, sometimes it gets you. So, that's that's my hot take. We'll see. I hopefully, I mean, if he does good, good for them. Hopefully, we don't ever have to play him. That and they can always stick Terry Heineke in there too. Yeah. So this is hot take. Uh, Jets miss the playoffs. I almost said that. I almost sure. made that. Now there's, there's a lot you of want to talk about hype. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hype around a team that. Would they win like seven games last year or something like that? No, they. I thought they were better than that, man. They they literally were like the number one or two seed in the AFC heading into like week nine or something like that, and then like they just finally quarterback like they were seven and ten. They were seven and ten. Okay, so they did a lot lot of hype about a seven win team. Obviously, they added Aaron Rodgers. Um. I don't know. I could I could see it going one of two ways. I could see them like he comes in and he just transforms them and he's everything they needed and he plays at a high level and they're very good. Or I could see it like crash and burning. Like um, wasn't 
wasn't seven wins what uh the Buccaneers had before they landed to go got a Super Bowl the very next year? I think so. I mean, I'm not saying Super Bowl for the Jets. I'm just saying that let's not you know gloss over how important it is when you get that good of a quarterback. And I know Aaron very Rodgers tough, did. Very important. Very important. Yeah, he's super tough division. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But then when Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers, that division was tough. They still had mm-hmm. Breeze and the Saints, but Breeze is kind of on his way out. Um, the only pushover really was uh, the Panthers. Yeah, because Matt Ryan was kind of still still yeah. serviceable there in Atlanta. Yep. So, um, no, I think we had some we had some some good hot takes here, uh, some good bold predictions. It says they finished nine and eight. We beat them in the last game to end their playoff hopes. Hopefully, we're, hopefully we're resting starters in that week. Yes, <laughs> and, we st- and then we still beat them <laughs> nine yeah. of the playoffs. Um, but well, I mean, unless you guys got anything, we're pretty much at this hour. I feel like we can probably. Wrap it up. This is so, a good place as ever. I was say the so last thing. This this is no hot take or anything. This is just a quick mention. Anybody listening, we're doing that contest that you might see on the screen, or I think it just passed. Splash Sports. If you go to splashsports.com/slash/dogs, enter our Week One Pick'em contest. So there's only 50 spots in there, and the top three uh, scores win money for the week. So if we get a lot of people to enter, and we're doing this Pick'em contest, you know, I'll set one up for each week of the season. But we week one starts tomorrow, so you got to get your picks in. I got to do mine. Is it, do you know? Is it against the spread or is it just the money line? Is it just straight pick them? Just straight pick them. Pick pick the winners. I like that. That's yeah. a lot easier. Yeah, I'm hoping to win a lot of money this year doing that. Yeah, it's just. It, I mean, it's five buck entry, and you can enter up to three times if you want to. I know a couple of people have. So, uh, hang on. Before we, Gage Tucker is just speaking nonsense now. He said the Baker Mayfield thing. He said the Texans <laughs> win the AFC South. No way. Uh, listen, so I I told Blake this one what maybe a month ago. I so here's the thing. I don't think that they're they're close. I like their head coach a lot. I know he hasn't done anything in the league, and I but I think that they're putting pieces together. Like their off season, they they nail some free agents, some guys that are nice. They have a quarterback. I think Stroud's nice. I don't know how he's going to transition to the NFL. Ohio State quarterbacks haven't been great in the NFL. Um, so, I but I do I do think they're putting pieces together. They they're just very young. They're they're very very young. I just don't think they're there yet. And then I think Jaguars are going to be very tough. I just they have. They have no skill position. I mean, like Shroud is you, you and D'Amico Ryan's might end up being a, like a really good head coach. But man, if if I'm uh, if I'm gonna pick a, a rookie quarterback at number what one or two was number two in the draft, um, I'm hiring an offensive coach. Like, do we know who their who's their offensive coordinator? Do we know that? I have no idea. Like okay. it's I don't know you're just to me that's that's that is um, like hiring Vic Fangio oh. when you drafted Drew Locke Bobby like Slowick so he was with the 49ers mm-hmm. so they kind of came over together I think yeah so it's okay. it's just one of those things where um, I don't know I don't see them I don't think they're going to be that good I think they'll be better than they were last year but 
Um, I feel like you're you're asking him to fight an uphill battle. He, he's got no skill position. I mean, the skill position in Texas is there. It's awful. It's pretty thin. It's pretty thin. There's nobody there, and I don't know how good's his offensive line. Yeah. They got, I don't think uh, it's they the worst. Tunsil. Yeah, they, they got Tunsil still. It's okay, and like in their defense is like I don't know. I could see him being like a four or five win team. Yeah, the thing is, like if I'm just reading here, he was the offensive passing game coordinator for the 49ers. You know, who knows how much of that Shanahan 49er system he's going to bring over, kind of funnel everything through the run game. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. That would be the smart thing to do. But these teams don't always play it smart. We know that better than anybody. Uh, let's put money on it. I'll, I'll bet you uh, – I only give my money to DraftKings and FanDuel. <laughs> uh, but, all right, well, we're pretty much right at this uh, – this um it's ten dollars that says they win they have six wins minimum. Let me look at their schedule after this. I'll come back to you for that. Uh so yeah. So we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. We appreciate the chat as always, giving us a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um giving us your hot takes. We're gonna have a Bengals preview episode coming out later this week. Make sure you check that out. It's finally football season. We finally got games to talk about. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. If you haven't jumped in the dog pack yet, make sure you do that. Join the dogs.com. You want to be in the discord on game days. It's just, it's like you're at a sports bar watching the game with a bunch of Browns fans, just nonstop talking about the game. Um, it's, it makes watching football way more fun. So make sure you do that. Jump into the dog pack, hang out with us. Uh, we're always in the discord. Um, the, it's a ton of fun. A lot of the guys you see in the chat here and, and they can attest. It's a good time. Uh, again, thank you guys for being here. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Thanks for getting us through another long off season. Football is finally here. We can't wait. Uh, we'll see you guys later this week when we do our Bengals preview. And uh, until then, go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.